Popcorn Heist is an interactive community of pop culture lovers that spans multiple mediums. We dive deep into TV shows and movies of the past, present, and future to bring you the hottest takes and the coldest truths. Do you have what it takes? Join the heist. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Popcorn Heist, the podcast. I'm Nick. I'm Jake. Good to be back. Good to be back. It's been uh, it's been a little bit. It's been a cra- yeah. crazy couple weeks. I know. Um, back talking about Star Wars, one of our favorites to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, got my Ahsoka shirt on. Yes. From, from <laughs> Ashley Eckstein's company. Yes. Yeah. Given to me as a gift by you, Mr. Jacob. Yeah. I'm glad you, I'm glad you like it, brother. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess we'll give her a little plug. Why not? She's awesome. Ashley Eckstein's company is her universe, and she makes nerdy merch, and it's pretty cool. So yes. she should sponsor us. That would be really awesome. <laughs> Please, Ashley Eckstein. Please. That's that's a voice actress for Ahsoka, for those of you who don't know. Yes, and she was in an episode and- of Drake and Josh, which just – it ticks off both the boxes for, for Nick. <laughs> which is kind of crazy. She's in an early episode of Drake and Josh, which is never on any of the streaming platforms which Drake and Josh is on. Yeah, I think she's on an episode of That's a Raven also. What what a career she's had. What a career. I'm not 100% positive about that. I'll have to fact check myself. Love her. Love her. <laughs> uh, but anyway, if this is your first time joining us here at Popcorn Heist, the podcast, Popcorn Heist is a brand created by Nick and I to share movie and TV content created by diehard fans. But Popcorn Heist, the podcast is specifically a show where we can nerd out about the franchises we love the most, like Marvel, uh, Disney, Avatar, in this case, Star Wars. So we release new episodes on Thursdays. If you like an episode you listen to, then we ask you to please give us a follow and a review on iTunes. It really, it would really, really help us, and we'd really appreciate it. We'd love you guys. And we'd be remiss if we also didn't mention the other podcast on our Popcorn Heist network called A Simp's Guide to the MCU, where the relationships, romances, and bromances of the Marvel Cinematic Universe are discussed with Alyssa and Kelly. And if you want more pop culture content like blog posts, rankings, brackets, trivia Tuesdays, visit us online at popcornheist.com or follow us on Instagram at popcornheist or follow us on TikTok at popcornheist. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) New to the spiel. Also, while you were giving the spiel, I did search. I did fact check myself. Ashley X9 is, in fact, in That's a Raven. Ah, (laughs) one off episode or did it say? I think I think it was a one off episode. Gotcha. Okay. Didn't too much. Didn't didn't do too, too much reading into it. Um, yeah. But speaking of Ashley X Nine, you know what? Let's bring it. Let's bring it to the quote. Um, so today we are discussing Star Wars Visions, which is, as many of you know, a non canonical Star Wars. Uh, is it technically anime or is it just anime inspired? It's anime. It's technically anime, technically, right? Because it's made by anime studios. It's made by Japanese anime studios, but technically anime has to be based off of a manga which is like a Japanese uh, anim- okay. like book, like illustrated book. So it's it's in the style of anime, but it's not actually an anime. Okay. So it's so it's anime inspired. Same thing as like um, Avatar The Last Airbender is like anime inspired rather than. Yeah, yeah. right, right. So um, pretty much they just gave all these different anime studios uh, free range to do whatever they wanted in the Star Wars universe. However, it's not canon. But um, the quote we chose is from our favorite Ahsoka Tano, portrayed by Ashley Eckstein. 
Um, and the quote is, there's always a bit of truth in legends, which is said in Star Wars Rebels. I believe it's in the first part of Twilight of the Apprentice, one of the best oh. Star Wars episodes and or okay. Star Wars things of all time. <laughs> um, and we chose that quote because as we're discussing Star Wars Legends, um, it's not really canon. There are some episodes that kind of you can make yourself believe are canon. Uh, others that are certainly not canon, uh, which is definitely something we'll discuss about each episode. Um, so I would like to believe that some of these episodes, there's a bit of truth in them, but other ones... They just doesn't work. <laughs> but, but I feel like e either way you go, there's so many things you could pick out that they, is very clearly inspired by canon, and it's almost like a, almost like a what if. Like, there's a few things I want to mention where I feel like some of the episodes are like, oh, what if this maybe happened? It's very low key. I want to see if you picked up on the same thing. But okay, I'd like to, I'd I'd like to discuss. I, actually, I think I know what episode you're talking about, so we'll get to it. Okay. Um, but the. Mentioning and speaking of what if, uh, what if was a series that if you're a Marvel fan, Disney Plus has a animated series called What If, um, kind of like multiversal what if stories in the Marvel universe. This is kind of like what if, but not really because they're all non-canon. Uh, they're all anthology episodes, just kind of short stories uh, given to these animators. So we're gonna talk through each episode chronologically from the first episode of I guess you could call it season one to episode nine. Is it? Mm -hmm. nine episodes uh, episode nine uh then i will give my personal ranking from worst to best nick will give his personal ranking of worst to best and we'll nick will do his little excel magic and we'll give you the definitive uh <laughs> ranking by popcorn heist of the star wars visions episodes and i, I will also i want to talk about what you said about what if because i think a while back even way before what if even came out um we were talking about it and i was like marvel's just kind of being like you know what why not <laughs> I feel like that this is like Star Wars being like, you know what, why not? Just kind of giving the reins to different anime studios, like not even controlling the stories. I mean, I'm sure they had oversight, but like not really controlling the different stories. Um, kind of a, there, you know, there's there's benefits and there's pros and cons to it not being canon. Um, a pro being they could do kind of whatever they want and con being you can't believe it's canon. But um, yeah. Yeah, similar to what if in that sense too. It's just kind of like the studio being like, whatever, we'll just do it. <laughs> it, it it's cool because I, I think it, it's it's really awesome if you, if you don't know this is that George Lucas is was heavily inspired by like samurai films, Japan old Japanese films, Japanese art. I mean, like Queen Amidala's like entire getup in the Phantom Menace is like taken straight out of like. Uh, from japanese culture it's and like you know all the star wars villages have that like very vaguely uh eastern asia inspired vibe to them so it's cool to see how japanese animators have like they appreciate star wars that much like and ha mm. they have an affinity for this for that storytelling too so i don't know that it was just a cool connection that i saw yeah, I agreed. So I, I we started getting into it, but I want to hear your thoughts about like the show in general and about some of what we talked about already with like the pros and cons of it not being canon. So what'd you think? I didn't know if it was canon or not. I really didn't know what the deal was. I just knew that it was going to be given to different uh, Japanese animation studios uh, and thought that was really cool because of George Lucas's affinity for um, samurai and films and Japanese culture. But then I asked you and you were like, no, they're all non-canonical canonical and i think you you uh, i don't know if it was you or i looked it up on the internet and, and most of them are supposed to take place uh after order 66 in between that and the rise of the 
rebellion but i think there's some episodes that are different right They're- yeah i th- i think it's um i think that's just kind of the part of the star wars story that like most mediums like to explore including i guess anime studios um which is why a lot of the episodes did play take place in that time period mm-hmm. um, and it's clear which episodes do uh, other ones i feel like took place before phantom menace and like when the sith were not really known and oh we haven't seen a sith in like thousands of years somewhere even further back than that so i think the anime studios were kind of able to choose which era they wanted to take place in but i think because the empire is such an iconic star wars era they they a lot of the studios went with that era yeah i I mean it's in one sense it's i guess you could say unfortunate that like maybe there's certain people that won't watch visions because oh it's not canonical like i don't have to watch it which is a shame because they're all really cool and they're beautifully animated. But I, I like that it's not canon. I think that gives them so much freedom. I think we got some super interesting stories that we wouldn't have gotten if it was ca- canonical. They're really trying to stick it in the Skywalker saga for all the the series that they're doing. I mean, we have the Acolyte coming out, but who knows if that'll even happen at this point. Sometimes they announce shows and then they just are like, oh, <laughs> that's not happening anymore, but... <laughs> I don't believe it till I see a trailer. You know what I always say. Yeah, that's your <laughs> mantra. But yeah, I, I like that it was non-canonical, and I think it allowed for a lot of freedom and some interesting stories that we wouldn't have seen otherwise. Yeah, I, I, I think there's pros and cons to it being non-canonical. I think it was definitely cool that the studios were able to do whatever they wanted, and you were able to like see stormtroopers and see a bunch of Jedi who survived Order 66 that they didn't want to put in canon because like they didn't want to be like, oh, look at how many Jedi survived order 66 because that's like a lot of the star wars story um so it was cool that they got to use the empire but not like it didn't step on the toes of star wars itself um if it was canonical which i kind of wish it was in ways i wouldn't have wanted it to fit into the skywalker saga i kind of enjoyed the episodes more when they weren't like full like when they didn't take place during the empire and they were like way way before like i kind of w- wish that if it was i kind of wish it was canonical and they explored like far out things that like don't even get anywhere near the, the skywalker saga but could have actually happened in, within the story mm. um but i do think that disney is trying to keep the canon very clean so they so it leaves them room to like have a cohesive story in the future, even in eras that we might not have explored. Um, so I do think if it was canonical, we might not have seen the anime studios getting as much freedom as they had. So like I said, I think it's pros and cons, um, but I ultimately really enjoyed the show. Um, I think that there's also pros and cons to like each anime studio getting one episode. I think it was really cool to see different styles, but at the same time, because the, the, uh, because each studio only had like 20 minutes to tell their story, you can tell some of them were like a little bit more packed. Um, and a lot of them did fall to like a final battle within the last half or sometimes even like almost a whole episode was a battle because they only had 20 minutes to tell the story. Uh, and there's other ones that you felt like, oh, I would like to see what actually happens later in this story. So um, I think ultimately it was cooler to see each episode being a different story. but. I do think because they were so separate and segregated, it was like, we need to get, we need to build towards a battle, a big anime battle in the last like few minutes of this, no matter what. Um, 
I don't think that's so. a fault of the it being non-canon, though. I think that's more of a fault of the restriction they received that, like, all right, this is a 20-minute a short story. Right, right, right. I, I agree. Yeah, like, it being non-canonical and all the different animations, I think that's the best part of it is that I was like, oh, I can't wait to see, like, what this one's going to be like. All right, I, I have no idea what's going to happen in this one, you know? I, I thought it was Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think, again, pros and cons to it, like, each, indiv- each being individual episodes. I, I think that was probably the the better way to go for sure. Like so cool to see all the different styles, all the different stories, like be able to get a full story within 20 minutes. Yeah. One of my faves. Um, but then again, some of them all fall to the same type of ending scenes and yeah. stuff like that. But it's fine because we got to see a lot of cool anime battles. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> some of them do. Yeah. Some of them do have some of the s- similar beats, but I-, I thought it was pretty cool. And it was yeah. very interesting. Like how some of them like, decided to stick very closely to stuff that's familiar and then and then they're on the flip side of that there's stuff that's like well i've never seen this before in anything star wars tv or movie related yeah and i'm 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 glad i feel like i liked because so many of the episodes fell to like the battles and like the familiar stuff i feel like i ended up enjoying more of the random like wow that's so original Mm -hmm. this is like this is really cool so um I guess we'll get into it with each episode, but I I felt like I enjoyed the less expected ones more. Yes, uh, I think so, too. All right. So I guess let's get into each episode if you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. Let's start from the beginning. Episode one, The Duel. The description for this one is a wandering stranger with a mysterious past defends a village from a, from powerful bandits while taking them on. The truth about his past is revealed. Should I start? What are your thoughts? Yeah, go um, for it. I'll start the next one. So, obviously, this is the first one I watched when I first started. Um, mm-hmm. And I didn't – I loved it when I first watched it, but I didn't fully appreciate it and, like, really get super excited about it until I rewatched it. Um, I thought this episode was awesome. Like, you can clearly tell – making blatant references to kurosawa films like old samurai films it's in that art style that's like very like like when they show the big title in the japanese letters at the beginning like that's very like old school japanese film um very much like the wandering stranger in a village and i love how you just you it was cool like you assume he's a jedi the entire time and he whips out a a red lightsaber and it's just two dark side users fighting against each other but one's clearly a Sith. Like, I don't, it was very cool to explore. We, we haven't really explored as much of that Sith and people who have broken away from the Sith. I guess, like, Ventress is the only one I can really think about in canon that we've seen so far that, like, was kind of in training to become a Sith, but then, like, broke away from that. I thought it was really, really awesome. Great action. And I love the animation style overall. Yeah, I actually, you took the words right out of my mouth. Like, the first time around, this was the first one I watched. I didn't really know what to expect. I was like, that was a little weird, but cool. Like, it was a cool battle. And then a lot of the other ones, like I said, fell to battle. So, like, thinking back on the whole show after I watched the whole thing for the first time, I was like, yeah, whatever. That one was just another battle. And then I went back and rewatched it, and I was able to appreciate the the style, too. Like, the way each character moves was awesome. Um the fact that it's two Sith fighting and and you kind of 
you, the the umbrella lightsaber was awesome. I thought you were um, gonna hate that because it's like no, the, it's I like the helicopter lightsaber. Uh, oh, I hated when she flew with the helicopter, of course. But you know what? This is like anime and it's non canonical, so you know what? Might as well show cool cool weapons like that. Like I did kind of hate it, but then it, I'm happy she didn't use it the whole battle. Like it got it got ditched eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, the droids were really cool in this episode. Um, like the the main. There's no characters don't usually have names in these episodes, but the the main ca- characters droid like helping him out and going off in the end, like right as the pot goes boils or whatever. Yeah. Um, like super perfect timing. Um, and then I think there's another droid at some point who I forget exactly what he does, but he, I think someone else gets murdered and he like you can tell he has like a, a reaction to it. It's not the the main droid. There's like another droid that's part of the forces of the village who like gets really angry when I think he sees one of his friends die or something like that. I kind of forget. So the droids in this one were were A one, um, and I like the um, I like that he just like he was kind of losing the battle, but he ended up winning because he outsmarted. Uh, the villain of this episode mm-hmm. and yeah i kind of like that you got to see a sith who's like or, or i guess he's not a sith anymore but a dark side user who kind of ends up being a good person at heart and even though they might use a dark side like there's they still seem to be a good person at heart yeah and i felt like well e- as you mentioned earlier even though like upon first watching like comparing it to the others you're like, oh, this one is just like a battle like the others. I feel like it's definitely the most interesting because it has that mystery factor of why, oh, this guy's definitely a Jedi. Then you find out he's a dark side user and he's like, oh, maybe he's a Sith. Like, why is there a Sith fighting a Sith? I thought it was super cool. And I thought it was one of those main episodes, like you said earlier, I want to know what happens after this. Like, so effective at getting us to mm-hmm. like really love that main dark side user. Like, he was just so cool and, like, so smooth and suave throughout the entire thing. This is one scene where he's, like, walking towards the battle and the bullets are just, like, flying past him. Yeah, like, he's... Yeah, after this episode, I was like, I want a whole series dedicated to this guy. Like, Yeah, he's, he's like, definitely too cool for a school and, like, everyone's freaking out. And he's just, like, tying his hair back and walking around. Um, probably the best... One of the best action sequences also. Like, there's... A lot of them have action sequences, but one of the best, like one of the most enjoyable fights to watch, fights to watch also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so do you think that, like, I, I assume that this takes place, do you think it takes place after Return of the Jedi or in between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope? Because like the I kind of, Troopers? I kind of assumed it was between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, but did the Stormtroopers look like first order stormtroopers i don't really know so no i think they look like empire they look like empire but it kind of seemed like some of them were wearing like half the stormtroopers mask so, so it looks like almost they stole them from after the empire that's why i was thinking mm. maybe it's after return of the jedi um i don't know but i i'm guessing this is more this is one of the ones that could technically it could kind of be canon depending on where it's i think this one can't be canon because Unless she's an Inquisitor, there's really no way for another Sith to like fit in the Empire. Or, but that she doesn't call. Does she call herself a Sith, or does the village just go, "She's a Sith"? Like the lightsaber. Yeah, I mean, it could, it could kind of be canon. I don't really know where it would fit though. That like someone who's a dark side user is that powerful and like is part of the Empire First Order. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like kind of could be, but I don't think really can be because we would have seen something else from her unless she's an inquisitor but 
I think it's more complicated than that. And you know what? Her lightsaber too unrealistic. <laughs> she does have the helicopter like the Inquisitors. So that's true. Yeah. The um, umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I thought this was super awesome. Like very much on it was on the nose. Like this is clearly an homage to old samurai films, but it wasn't cheesy or like tacky in any way. I thought it was just super badass. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next one. Tatooine Rhapsody. A band with big dreams must save one of their bandmates after they are captured by Jabba the Hutt and Boba Fett. How'd you feel about this one? I love this one. I love this one. This one's one of my favorites. I was so surprised, though. Like, I I looked up just like some some rankings that were online, just like see what other people were thinking about it. And almost every one of them ranked this one last or like. This is one of my favorite ones. It was like so unique and so just like different. It's, the, it was... it's the, like one, probably the only one that doesn't just have a battle at the end. And you expect a battle the whole time. You expect because he turns his lightsaber into a microphone. You expect him to pull like a Luke Skywalker. And they just continue the concert. It's so cool. It's so cool. I, I love this one. It's one of my favorite ones. So this is definitely like you could tell when this takes place. Like clearly oh, yeah. Order 66, he's a Padawan escaping and then he just joins a band and has to save his hut bandmate from Jabba the Hutt and Boba Fett, which I don't, it was just awesome. <laughs> they just put on a concert. I know. <laughs> it's so cool. I don't know. I, I also like you felt the family in this one too. Like you know they were a family and they do it so effectively. And I think it's I think it's one of the shorter episodes, maybe the shortest. And I don't know, just seeing like Chaba like sh- shake his ass. <laughs> and like it really it's really the only one that includes characters that we know, Jabba and Boba and Bib Fortuna. I think it's like the only episode that really does that. Yeah. Um and it's just so like it's like childish. And, like, you're really expecting a battle the whole time, but they get out of it with music. And you know what? Not every Jedi who survived Order 66 has to become a Jedi again. Maybe they just want to become a punk rocker. They were stolen from their family when they were children. And maybe being a Jedi isn't their passion. And they touch on that, too, because, like, he he's trying to, like, he's conflicted if he should ignite his, his lightsaber and fight Boba Fett to save his friend. And his bandmates are like, we're just a band. And he's like, you know what? You're right. We are just a band. So we're gonna do what a band does and rock out like, it, and what a lot of like I guess if being a Star Wars fan you would think like oh in this time like shouldn't it be like more like the jazzy music that you hear in the cantina and stuff but like oh, no. this is such like I got that Dewey Finn School of Rock energy it was like he's sticking it to the man this is yeah. rock and roll man it was just like yeah. so cool and I don't the song was really catchy and I think yeah. they. Did they bring rock music to that universe? I think they did. I think they did. Maybe that's why Jabba has the like singer in his the the CGI singer in his <laughs> thing in his hut at the end because they inspired him. What's her name? Oh my god, I, I can't remember. I don't even remember. Not worth remembering. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you liked that one. I think we talked briefly about that one, but yeah, it was. I mean, so is that hut guy? I mean, do you think would you consider this one that this could possibly be canon? I think it could it could have been canon. The reason that it's not is because they don't want to add another Jedi to the list of Jedi that survived Order sixty six. Yeah, like this random character. But I kind of I kind of wish he was canon. Yeah, I mean, like I love that a Jedi just didn't become a Jedi again. It's it, fine. It's just fun. Like it was very original, very unique. Like 
who would have one of the most unique ones who would have thought from an anime anthology series you'd be getting like a rock story then Jabba the Hutt ends up sponsoring them instead of (laughs) (laughs) so cool so cool yeah and he is Jabba the Hutt is an investor so I'm glad I'm glad we both like this one he is (laughs) all right next episode is the twins Twins born into the dark side clash aboard a massive Star Destroyer when one gains possession of a powerful weapon. And I think this is the one you were referring to when you said what if, because I feel like this one is what if Luke and Leia were like made by the dark side. Yes. It's kind of how I felt. Exactly. Um, I didn't really think much of it the first time around, um, but looking at it the second time around, I, clearly their dark suits are very much in in like a darth vader style mm-hmm. i mean they're twins and they're blonde so like one is luke the the guy character has like an r2d2 droid literally. he looks like he looks like luke he looks like luke the girl doesn't look like leia though no no um it, it was so th- that's mainly where the connection to luke and leia is from but that's enough yeah. information to they're like, twins yeah. and they're in the empire <laughs> yeah um interesting though that they were cloned like they were clone experiments through the dark side um yeah which I, were they clones i thought they were just made by the dark side i know they were experiments but... I, I guess it has to be like cloning experiments so yeah no. who knows i don't know everything's cloning in the star wars world all those experiments yeah but it, it, this one was like interesting it started off again like once i realized that this is kind of like a what if for luke and leia i was like oh this is really cool oh there's a huge kyber crystal what's going on here they clearly got some death star uh weapon or whatever but i feel like it quickly escalated and got out of control became like too all over the place like they start fighting on top of a star destroyer like how are they breathing on top of this thing that it started like exploding into pieces the leia girl like puts the kyber crystal in her body like he uses hyperspace to like cut it out of her. I don't know. It, it started to get a little outlandish for me, which uh, don't get me wrong. The action was cool. The animation was beautiful. But after a while, I was like, this is a lot going on right now. Like now this is a vision of the future. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on at one point. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with you. I think that this one, when I say that they fell to battles, this one was just like, how are we going to do the biggest, the most anime Star Wars battle we possibly can? Um, there were some cool moments, but ultimately, like, just, I felt like every moment was just like, oh, no, now we're in the real battle. Oh, no, now we're in the real battle. Oh, no, turn to my side. Here's visions, and, like, you think, I don't know, you think he's going to be saved, like, two, three times. I feel like they hit on the same beats, like, over and over and over, and then just kept, like, getting more more and more powerful. Um, liked Arduel, but wasn't super invested in him either. He was just a droid. Um, I like the concept that they were made by the dark side. Um, I don't think that was that important to the episode, though. No. I don't think the fact that they, like, just melded two ships together, like, did anything for me. It was, again, it was a cool concept, a cool skeleton concept of an episode. Mm -hmm. Like, a what if Dark created by the Empire or Dark Side, Luke and Leia, their destiny is, like, they basically, like, take on the Emperor's plan. It's like, this is our destiny. We need to harness this kyber crystal and destroy these planets. And then also another Luke and Leia connection, the end of the movie, the end of the episode, the Luke character literally ends up on Tatooine. Mm -hmm. You see the twin sons, which is like pretty cool. But yeah, it it became a little too much for me where I was like, I I would rather them develop the rest of the concepts a little more. And yeah, you don't really understand why they were made by the dark side or like who made them. Yeah. 
And like, she's like, this is our destiny. We were made by the dark side. Like, you know, we have to do this, but you don't really understand where that comes from. I don't know. This one also seemed like it could have a sequel, but I don't know that I wanted it that much. Yeah, it could have. I feel like they also didn't really develop. If if you're going to make it like a what if Luke and Leia, like, I feel like it wasn't really explained why the girl was so stubborn and like sticking with the dark side plan why she wanted to ingest a freaking kyber crystal into her suit and like what made the guy twin want to break away would have liked she, a little bit more investing in that she was annoying she was just yelling at me <laughs> I felt like she was Over just her. screaming the entire time while they're <laughs> <laughs> um question do you think one of the things that made me think this i don't know if this could really be canon it seemed like at one point there's like a dark side force lightning and then a good side for a light side force lightning where they're both trying to grab the kyber crystal at the same time um so if this happened way back when or way back in the future i would have been fine with that but i don't think that these powers existed in like the empire which this is like kind of clearly in the empire so i also don't think they had this melded chip together like these two twins made from the dark side were present in the empire which is really why i was like this could not be canon not definitely not canon this one. Yeah, not even gonna choose to believe it. I mean, they're he's literally standing on top of a X-wing deep in space <laughs> and not dying. <laughs> the and, mechanics just don't work. And freaking well, Leia did it. Well, yeah. Well, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins did it. Um, what you call it? The guy twin like literally is standing on the X-wing as it's going into light speed. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And then he survived. Doesn't make any sense. So it, it was enjoyable, but a little outlandish for me. Yeah, not my favorite. No. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> um, okay, next is The Village Bride. Description. A Jedi on the run is summoned by an old ally to take to take in the unique customs of a remote village under threat by a warlord. I'll tell you right now, best part of the episode, the lightsaber at the end. So cool. Sick. So cool. I was watching the episode and honestly, I'm kind of happy they didn't like have a full on duel at the end. And it was just her like with some heel that like propulsed her forward and like maybe also four speed. And you don't really see it. But I really like that moment when she takes the lightsaber out and like go just like cuts to black. And then it shows her like on the other side of the villain. It was mad cool lightsaber. Very, very cool. <laughs> and yellow lightsaber, too, which we yeah. don't see very often. I love a yellow lightsaber. Yeah. Um, first time around, I hated this episode. I was like, that was boring. Like I like could skip that one. Second time around, appreciated it a lot more because I'm, I started to put the pieces together a little more like clearly, like she's afraid to reveal herself after order 66, but like her master or not her master, whoever her friend was on the planet is kind of like putting her in this situation to say like, listen, there are people out there that need you like this horrible thing happened, but the world still needs Jedi and heroes. So I really thought that that was like quintessential, like a star Wars theme. Love the end thing where she uses four speed. Yellow lightsaber was awesome. Big question. So the whole crux of the episode is that these warlords are like need tribute and they want collateral. So they want to steal someone from, from the village. And instead of taking the elder, the granddaughter is like, I'll go instead of him. Like you could take me instead. But why does she need to get married beforehand? If you're going to get taken I think because she's just like in love. That that just didn't make sense to me. <laughs> and I think, okay, first of all, Elder, complete ass. You're going to let this princess, I guess she's a princess, like 
take your place? Like, absolutely not. You're old. Yeah. Go. <laughs> no, just kidding. No, but yeah. how how is he letting a young girl take his place? Come on. Yeah. Um, it doesn't make any sense. But yeah, that. I don't know why she got married before. I felt like that was a little weird. Um, I actually was watching this with a friend, and we kept calling the guy the twink. Um, oh my god! <laughs> the guy, um, the, the warlord guy? No, no, the husband. <laughs> Such a twink. Um, but yeah, I, I think that I like like the harmoniousness with nature. I think that really this episode did on, this and only one other episode really like did that whole like harmony with nature type theme, um, which I liked. And I liked that like they had to take on the customs of the people on the planet, like get to know the customs of the people on the planet. I don't really know how the jedi at the end like did that like she gives a speech about how she uses the i forget the name of the like it almost feels like avatar like the force that controls the planet yeah um, like avatar the blue people movie oh yeah yeah. Okay. it feels like that like um awa and avatar i don't know we're gonna say the awa equivalent like i i like that theme but i don't really get how the jedi became one with nature in the end like i didn't really get that um but I don't know. The lightsaber and the move at the end instead of like a full final fight was really cool. The stopping of the bullet to save the other um, the like sister. The, the sister was cool. Um, yeah, I, I like the themes of this episode. I thought it was like cool to see the harmoniousness with nature, but I didn't. I feel like they didn't explore all of the ways they were going with. Like they didn't really explain the whole thing with that the fact that the master like knew this planet like her old master knew this planet's kind of just throwaway line um they they explain like the connect like they include the connection with nature and like the awa equivalent i can't remember the name it starts with an m can't remember it um they like like include it i feel like it's masaga or something i don't even remember but don't quote us on that (laughs) (laughs) but they don't like like they don't really go into how like how it works and like why the jedi accepted their ways in the end yeah I, I i that was my problem the first time around but then second time around i was like i don't even know if they re- if they really needed to explain it. i think it was more so just about like this jedi like coming out of her shell and gaining hope again and like being confident to save people again and i really liked the whole that they brought the battle droids and like what yeah it's like to planets at like what the separatists separatists did to that planet and how they mm-hmm. left the droids behind and warlords picked them up so like which is this, yeah this one could be canon except for the fact that again they don't want to throw another jedi in the mix after order 66 and i assume this is after order 66 yeah there's nothing like imperial to tell you that but it looks like she's reeling from order 66 so i i think you're right yeah it's definitely implied because like it's, yeah they're talking about the separatists and stuff um well could they, be it do, could just be her running away or something true true uh do they ever say in canon like I know, like, the guards of the Jedi temples have yellow lightsabers, and Rey has a yellow lightsaber, but did they ever say, like, what it means or anything? Um, so what I know about yellow lightsabers is kind of like they're, like, like you said, the temple guards are, like, the guardians of the Jedi. The, I believe the temple guards actually have their own other lightsabers, if I'm not mistaken, and they pass the temple light, like, the temple yellow double-sided lightsabers onto the next like generation of temple guards like they don't keep those lightsabers okay but i think they're jedi in like 
themselves. So I, they might have other lightsabers. I'm not 100% sure about that. Um, so I think Ray's yellow lightsaber is kind of like she's now the guardian of the Jedi going forward, I guess. That's what I've heard. I don't know if that's accurate. If someone's listening to this episode that has a better explanation, please roast me on one of our forums. Um, I'd love to learn more about the yellow lightsabers because I think they're one of the coolest lightsabers. Yes, definitely hit us up if you know more about uh, lightsaber colors and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, that's all I pretty much thought of this episode. Uh, Ended up enjoying it a lot more the second time around. All right, next episode, episode five, is the ninth Jedi. A daughter of a lightsaber smith is pursued by dark forces while on a dangerous mi- dangerous mission to deliver newly crafted lightsabers. Um, this is one of my favorite ones. Oh, yeah. Definitely. This one was awesome. So, so cool. This one was awesome. First off, it's the longest one, I think, of the, se- of the season. It, it definitely feels like the longest one, if it's not. Yeah. and there's like Which so- is good. It's very unique while also still being believable in that universe. Like it could technically be canon, I guess. We will we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, I don't know. We get a lot more of this. You've never seen that many like Sith acolytes in one place in Star Wars canon. I feel like it was super cool. Uh, you get that sort of mystery while also like someone hunting you down. You're, you don't know who's a Jedi, who's a Sith. And one of the best battles in the end too. The, the end battle was super cool. Um yeah, I, I just thought it was like one of the most interesting, exciting, well-paced, most thorough episodes. Yeah, I think this one really gives you a full story and you're like invested in every character in it. Um, I love the twist that they're all Sith because I, I really wasn't expecting that first first time around. Um, love that. Um, clearly, they made um, what's his name? the Margrave like look super evil. So you like thought he was a villain the whole time. It's like kind of worked on me. I hate to say it. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, I, I love the pacing of this one was great. I like uh, the first time I feel like you, I had a little bit of trouble accepting like that. The lightsabers are not made by the Jedi who have them and that they just kind of change color based on who, the, who's holding them. But it's I kind of, interesting. I kind of, I think that was super cool for the story because one, this isn't canon anyway. And two, maybe that is how lightsabers work thousands of years before the saga. Like lightsabers have evolved over time. Um, I thought that was a great tool to use in the, the, um, in the episode to one reveal that all the people were Sith acolytes to show like the, the, um, I forget her name, but the daughter get like growing in power. Like when it finally turns green, um and like them throwing around the lightsabers and like changing color i thought that was awesome um i'll also shout out to like the fact that this episode had a little bit of comedy in it with like the droid yeah like who like was like i'm on break like love love the droid in this one, in this one also um i just felt like it had a full story that you were invested in in a short period of time um and it had a really cool final battle and like this is one that again could have sequels um also could have been canon and you know had had twists in it like most of the episodes were kind of big fights and like there wasn't as much like here's what the story is leading up to yeah um i wish they kind of explained the what like what the ninth jedi really meant though like i don't think they nailed that down like i don't think it was explained that well wasn't she the ninth Jedi. Yeah, but I didn't really get why there had to be nine Jedi. Like it, it was like kind of like a Knights of the Round Table thing, but 
you, I didn't really get why like nine was the number of Jedi. Was it like a prophecy? I didn't really get that. Oh, I, I didn't think anything of that actually. I, I thought it was just like, she was the ninth one there and it turned like, it was kind I of, I thought like, it was to mislead you a little bit, you know, because like, yeah. the, the twist did work on me too. Um, do you think, I thought it was super interesting also that they changed lengths, the sabers too, which is, something. they changed the lightsabers change, change lengths. They explain that in rebels. That I was going to say, Ahsoka can do that, right? I don't know if it's, maybe Ahsoka could do that, but I think Ezra uses like Kanan's lightsaber at one point and changes the length. Okay, because I know I that think. Ahsoka does this move, and that's a, apparently she's controlling at the speed of like they how they come out. Oh, so I don't know. I think that's just like a cool. Thing. <laughs> um, I was going to say something else about this episode. Oh, this um, this one of the Sith uses red lightning. Is it? Is there like a a meaning to like lightning colors, force light, lightning colors. No, but I mean, the sun uses red lightning and uh, rebels okay. and clone wars. I mean, um, I think it's just a dark side thing. Um, I almost, w- I also wish the Margrave didn't like take off his mask and be like some like handsome guy. I thought I would kind of wish he kept his scary look. Cause it's like, doesn't matter what you look like. Um, also, also love the purple lightsaber in the end that like one of the Sith Super was conflicted. Cool. Super um, cool. Also, probably the reason they didn't want to make it canon is because I don't think there's any other Jedi in canon right now who have a purple lightsaber other than Mace Windu. But um, loved it. Really? Like using them? I don't think so. Not in, not. There's definitely some in Legends, but I don't think in canon there is. Um, could be wrong there. Again, roast me if I am. Um, but I really like that moment. And I like the use. Because they don't really explain lightsaber meanings in canon either. So I like that they kind of took the meaning of purple to be like dark side, light side, which is like kind of a thing and more of a thing in Legends. Um, I like that they use that to their advantage. And yeah. like clearly if you're a heavyweight Star Wars fan, you kind of knew what that meant. That was really cool though. I, yeah. Great ending to the to the episode. Yeah. 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 Very well balanced episode. Um, and I think the extra time benefited them in that respect. Sure. Yeah. All right. Next is T O B I or T O B one. Sorry. Um, <laughs> a cybernetic boy who dreams of being a Jedi discovers a dangerous, a dangerous truth about his creator that could ruin their peaceful existence. He's a little Pinocchio boy. Yeah, he is. I love this one. I really, really oh. like this one. I thought he was so cute. Uh, it was like, a little homage to obi-wan because t obi-wan mm-hmm. um yeah and he he kind of felt like luke also too and like the guy was like obi-wan or his master was kind of like obi-wan or uncle owen like you you can't like they yeah, the jedi are cool stuff but you can't become a jedi and by the end when he finally like got a lightsaber and was dueling at the end i thought that was another one of the coolest fights in the series it just felt like so heartwarming and i like the the animation it was very much like old school disney mixed with like japanese animation i thought it was a, a really cool episode um this isn't like one of my favorite favorite episodes but i definitely like parts of it the animation is definitely one of them because it it's like kind of disney style and it makes you feel like tob tob one or toby like it makes you kind of have that like childish feel of the world and stuff um this is also the other episode that like touches on harmony with nature um like the jedi's harmony with nature um so i like that too um i also like like i i I, you never hear of a droid becoming a jedi so i thought that was really cool like it was definitely very original um and i like that they included an inquisitor clearly takes place 
right after Order 66 or yep. in, in the following years. Um, I, this was the only one that included an Inquisitor specifically, so I'm surprised more didn't go that route. Um, so I, I like this one. It wasn't like my favorite one. It did kind of fall to like the here's an anime battle at the end, but um, it was a little bit more original than some of the others, even in the final fight. So I, I did like that. And I liked I liked Mr. Toby a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I, even though it fell to a battle, it was like emotional because there was emotional, emotional stakes behind it. Like when his master was gone and, yeah. you know, he, he needed to like become a Jedi and avenge him. Um, and are we supposed to assume this takes place on Tatooine or not? Really? No, I think it's like a different planet. I almost think it's like the planet they go with the frogs in Clone Wars in George Lucas's favorite episode. <laughs> like that one of those like barren planets is pretty much like uh, limbo. Okay. Because I, I kind of got Tatooine vibes, and it was interesting that, like, they were bringing nature back to the planet, which is kind of a theme that's being hinted at in Book of Boba Fett right now, where they're like, oh, but years ago, Tatooine used to be full of water. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, I don't know. Just interesting little little tidbit for you. Yeah. All right. Next one. Episode 7, The Elder. A Jedi and his Padawan uh, track uh, track a dark presence to a small village on an outer rim planet and stumble upon a horrifying truth. Um, I know you like this ep- this episode, and I could tell you why because the, <laughs> the old guy ha- you probably loved he had like Palpatine vibes and was just like <laughs> very funny. I don't know, his giggling and just enjoying like a challenge. I, I, he was really cool. I, I, this episode was was very entertaining. Uh, not one of the best, but I think it was because it was just more of a simple plot. But I thought that the battle was really cool. A hundred percent agree. This one was kind of just a battle. Um, I like the relationship between Master and Apprentice. Kind of wish one of them died in the end because I feel like that would have been more effective. Don't thought it was going to go Qui-Gon Jinn Obi-Wan style. Mm-hmm. Um, loved the Elder and his lightsaber. His lightsabers were really cool. I also kind of love that he just wanted to fight and use the dark side. He didn't care. He was like, the Sith just tried out smart each other. Didn't care about power. Like, all he cared about was being gruesome and killing people and killing mm-hmm. animals. Loved that. Really liked him. <laughs> Um, we, we we love animals on popcorn heads. We love animals, but he was he was cool. Like the fact that he felt the Sith were even too like like because a lot a lot of people, probably including both of us, think the Jedi kind of like lost their way and went too political. Like he felt that way about the Sith, with, which I thought was a, a cool take. I never really never really thought about that. Um, mm-hmm. So I I liked that and I liked his lightsabers. Um, fight was pretty cool. I liked the like final move to kill him is like going up to him with the sheathed lightsaber and then pew going through him uh kind of like kylo ren with the in that throne room scene when he does yes. that to someone's head um so yeah ultimately a cool one but just not my favorite because i think it was just kind of mainly a battle um and there was like i felt they could have had more emotional stakes by killing one of the characters you know i love a good death yeah it wasn't like the uh, yeah again wasn't the most like complex plot but I think it was just like an enjoyable battle. I love the old guy. I love the old guy. That, that, that is a really cool take on the Sith. Like, like you said, I never really thought about it that way, but it was cool how he was just kind of like a rogue, like doing his own thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Next is Lop and Och. <laughs> I don't think I'm pronouncing that right. Ocho, isn't it? Lop and Ocho? <laughs> no, there's no O at the end. It's O-C-H. Oh, I thought it was Lop. It's actually Lop and Och question mark. 
Interesting. Really? Uh, description for this one is a family is torn about what to do when the empire enroaches uh, in, in on their planet, SAT word, um, with one family member forced to choose sides. Um, why was Buneary from Pokemon a, the main character in this? I, it, <laughs> it threw me off the entire time. I loved that. It threw me off so much that the main oh, character was I loved Rabbit. that. Oh, I loved that, Jake. Uh, I don't know. I thought it like was a com- like a constant reminder that she was like an adopted daughter. I think that was a big theme of the episode. Like, you're my- is she the like? Are they a family or no? Um, clearly, the answer is yes. They were. Doesn't matter like what your blood is. Um, I love, and I thought she was so cute and floppy. Um, and I don't know. I I thought that it was like a cool new species, kind of. Um, and she was clearly like portrayed as very innocent in the beginning and then having to kind of make tough decisions i think it was very it was very star wars obviously because it's like the family conflict and i like how she's the adopted one but the father like chose her to inherit the family lightsaber even though like the non-adopted daughter went to the dark side because she's like we might as well just accept this but she still expected her father to give her the family lightsaber like mm-hmm. very arrogant of like people who turn to the dark side it was very much like family against family in the same vein as star wars the the bunny species just threw me off a little bit uh i don't know um yeah it, it wasn't like a, a huge standout episode to me i thought it was it was very good and again the the end battle was pretty cool um the bunny just threw me off a little bit <laughs> um i i like this one a lot um i like the family dynamic i like that one daughter turned to the dark side and they don't resolve that which which was i like that um i thought you looked great in like the director krennic from rogue one uniform like the all white empire uniform real cool um love the battle at the end i felt like it was an emotional journey about family which star wars as we know is um i liked it i liked this one a lot Cool, really good battle at the end too. Definitely a good battle. Yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> that's that's that on that. All right, next is episode nine, the final episode. Um, Akakiri, I think. Um, a Jedi returns to his forbidden love to help defend her, her to help defend her kingdom from a Sith-like Shogun. Consumed by haunting visions, the Jedi discovers that his destiny may not be what he expected. Um, this was a cool one. Uh, again, the first time I watched it, I was like, the whole episode, I was like, all right, this one's just like, okay. And then it had something at the end where you were like, oh, that's really awesome. Uh, spoiler alert. If you're listening to this episode, sorry, you're getting everything spoiled. <laughs> already. Uh, <laughs> On the last episode, we give a spoiler warning. <laughs> he is having visions of like a loved one dying, but it, it they're masked and he ends up accidentally killing the forbidden love that he comes back to protect. And it's kind of like a, what if also what if Anakin like was able to save Padme, but still went to the dark side because like, he's trying to stop the Sith Lord and she's like, I can help you bring her back to life if you become my apprentice. And it was very much like an ode to Anakin. Um, So I thought that was really cool, but it does take a little bit to get there. The beginning of the episode, you like, you're kind of just like trudging along, like, they're kind of just riding on animals get into the kingdom. And then the last quarter of the episode is really good. Yeah. Honestly, this was not really my favorite one. 
I felt like the fight at the end was like not that cool anyway. Like they tried to give me an anime fight and then kind of underwhelming at times. The villain, like I, I when I first saw her, I was like, okay, this is gonna be cool. And then I felt like I was a little underwhelmed, but for sure, definitely I didn't I didn't even feel like it was a what if, but I definitely got the Anakin vibe, like trying to save the one you love. But then again, I feel like they didn't really build that relationship that well. I didn't really care that much. No, not really. <laughs> um, the, the At first, I thought I was going to love the like sidekicks, but I ended up like kind of piecing out. Um, I don't know. It just wasn't my favorite one. I feel like the animation style like wasn't really my favorite either. Um, they kind of, I've definitely felt in when he's like fighting all the side villains, like on the side, I, I can't, and then like, squares up with the villain i was got very ahsoka versus the magistrate vibes which as you know is not my favorite fight in star wars <laughs> um so i felt like the battle in the end could have been cooler it kind of looked like stick for years fighting it looked like a flip one of those flip books yeah you're talking about when like the sith is standing in front of her but all the guards are coming at him and he it's kind of yeah like, he's like yeah. going in slow-mo and she's yeah like i didn't there. love that yeah me um either. also like you don't have to turn to the dark side to force heal in fact i think force heal is a light side ability i was gonna ask you that that's like a clearly kind of makes it seem like it's not canon it, it could, yeah it but then again canon. he is bringing her back to life but then again in episode nine spoiler alert for star wars episode nine ray brings kylo back to life so Dark side, light side on force heal. The jury's still out. And when the hell does this one take place? It's like life for a life too, right? If you're bringing something oh. to life, you kind of give your life. Oh, that's true. Kylo brings Ray. Oh, I said Ray brings Kylo back. Kylo brings Ray back when he's on the light side. You're right. Maybe that's why it's dark side. I don't know. It was weird. I don't know. And what you were saying, when does this take place? Yeah. I feel like it's before Phantom Menace. It could really be anywhere. I think it 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 could be anywhere. It could be like probably not during the Skywalker saga. No, it's either after. Could be after Return of the Jedi. But after Episode Nine, right? No, it could be. Oh no, it could be like similar time as the Mandalorian. So during, I guess that's during the Skywalker saga. I meant the first six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No comment. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I agree with you. I, you can kind of get Mandalorian vibes from it. Like like you said, it, it feels like the magistrate, like they're going into like some royal kingdom almost. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like it's before it would be before Phantom Menace, though. It felt like they were too like unfazed that there's just like, like obviously they were phased that there was a Sith in the royal family, but they're like. Oh, yeah, there's a Sith here. Yeah, exactly. Um, could be, could be, could be. Oh, I forgot they called her a Sith specifically, too. So probably not after return of the jedi probably before you're probably right yeah i guess it could be canon why not could be could be we'll never know (laughs) but yeah i I mostly agree with everything you said i I just feel like it took a while to get to the point where i was like to get to that part where you're like oh this is cool they're they're referencing anakin the rest of the episode was like okay there's some goofy guys on some bird things (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i didn't just didn't like either the main characters they were so stoic Okay, I think it's about that time we rank them, Mr. Jake. I think it is. All right, you want to go first? You I've go. changed my ranking during this episode. Just want to I, say I, that. I changed mine, too. <laughs> I, want, I want you to go first. Oh, you want me to go first. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'll go first, then. Um, ninth, we're going to go with episode nine. Akakiri 
um, the one we just discussed, so I won't go on about it too much. I just felt like I wasn't that invested in the relationship. I felt like the animation wasn't my favorite. They kind of looked like stick figures with like bigger heads. Um, the villain looked menacing, but that didn't really do all that much. And um, definitely kind of recycled the whole Anakin storyline and wasn't wasn't as effective, obviously, as the Anakin storyline because it only had 20 minutes. Um, just wasn't really my favorite. Um, next... Hmm. Next is next is the twins. Um, again, kind of just a big battle the whole time. Didn't really explain all the different concepts. Um, kind of just threw in visions, threw in hyperspace, threw in kyber crystals. Felt like a what if of Luke and Leia, but didn't really like interesting concept. But I felt like just fell to a big fight that really didn't do that much. Um, okay, this one's tough. My next two are very close. I'm going to go next one is the elder. Even though I love the elder as a villain and I felt like he was like, I, he had an interesting take on the Sith and really cool lightsabers. The battle was cool, but not anything like super, super spectacular. And pretty much the whole episode was just a battle. Um, wish one of the characters, one of the main characters like Jedi master apprentice died. Um, yeah. Yeah. Next is the Village Bride. Felt like they, this is round number six, by the way. Um, felt like they didn't really nail down all the explanations of like the people and why the Jedi had a connection to her master slash the other guy who was her mentor in this episode. Um, really cool lightsaber at the end. Like that it was just one slash of the villain rather than a big fight. Um, one of my favorite lightsabers we've ever seen in Star Wars in this episode, but um, felt like things could have been explained a little bit better. Um, number five is Lop and Och. Still can't pronounce her name. Um, I had this one really high, but then I moved it down a little bit after discussing it. Um, I liked the family dynamic, liked both of the characters, uh, Och and Lop. Um, liked Lop as a hero that had to like kind of come to terms with the fact that her sister who saved her or like adopted sister come to terms with the fact that she wasn't on her side, um, grow into the role of like the daughter of the family who inherits the lightsaber. Um, just felt like it was a cool episode about family, which I don't think a lot of the episodes explored. Uh, number four is Toby one. T.O.B. one. Um, really original. Love the animation made you feel like a kid, um, made you sympathize with Toby. Um, and super interesting to see a robot become a robot, a robot. become <laughs> become a Jedi. I thought that was really cool. Um, number three, okay, the number three and number two are super close, but I'm gonna go. Number three is the duel with wow. really cool animation. Um, what'd you say? No, I said wow. Okay, yeah, yeah, really cool animation. Really cool. Uh, it's pretty much a, a long fight, but like it goes through different places and different like the the droid saves everyone at one point like you kind of see it what's happening in the village while the two uh i guess dark side users are like on the river kind of flashes between a bunch of different things feel the tension i the music was pretty cool in this one too cool to see lightsabers fighting each other two red lightsabers fighting each other umbrella lightsaber looked cool because it's an anime why not um or it's an anime inspired so why not um yeah number two 
Tatooine freaking Rhapsody. <laughs> love, 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 love this one. Um, literally have friends I texted and asked if they watched Visions just to see if they watched this episode to get their opinion. Because I feel like it's definitely the most underwhelming, but that's what's so beautiful about it. Doesn't fall to a fight. So original. Um, super. Like, it goes to the message of not Star Wars, of like so many angsty like teen movies of like the power of music um love that uh you're expecting a fight the whole time it's pretty much just everyone rocking out um jabba's kind of ends up being kind of ends up being a good guy and sponsoring them in the end super cool one of the most enjoyable ones um i'm gonna watch it every night for the rest of my life (laughs) (laughs) um the number one is definitely the ninth jedi you got a full story with it super cool dynamic with the lightsabers um Super cool twist. I love that, like, the lightsabers are flying around everywhere, changing colors. Um, Good comedy. It really had it it all and felt like something that could have fit into canon. And I'm glad that, unlike some of the other ones, it explored a time that doesn't, clearly doesn't take place within the Skywalker saga or, like, any time period close to it. So, number one, The Ninth Jedi. All right. I think we have... I think we have it's similar. There's a there's a few different differences though. Let, let's okay. Um, so my last one is the twins. Uh, I think number nine. Uh, okay. Yeah. Number nine is the twins. Like you said, it's kind of just a battle the whole time. I really like the what if setup, Luke and Leia, um, created by the dark side. It's just like I said before, it, it became a little outlandish at certain points where I was like, all right, this is too much for me. Like tone it down a little bit number eight is akakiri uh, not sure if i'm pronouncing that right um this is the one where it's just kind of like a what if for anakin uh, for all the reasons i mentioned before i like the animation a little bit more than you did i think and i think it had potential um i really like the anakin portion of it but it just took a while to get there for me um above that number seven is the elder so this would be ranked a lot higher if it just had a little bit more runtime and had a little bit more meat to it because I think it's one of the best battles in the entire season and I really like the old guy. But like we've said before, it's just a little bit more of a simple plot and I think that the others above this are a little bit more unique, which is its fault. Number six, I got Lapin Och or Lapin Och. Um Pretty much same reasons as you said before. This was actually lower on my list just because I was so thrown off by the bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I was, <laughs> I was like, I can't stop thinking about Buneary, like from Pokemon. But um, I moved it up, it, hearing you describe why you liked it because I was like, yeah, you know what, you got a really good point here. Like, it really is one of the only ones that delves that far into family, and like, it's there's something about seeing an adopted daughter that's so different from her family assume the family lightsaber come to blows with her sister who goes to the dark side it felt very star wars but it also felt very unique very if this was a wine and rant episode you'd have to drink oh because you convinced me yes yeah (laughs) we'll take a sip of wine after the episode's finished (laughs) um above this is the village bride i i know that so i agree with you I think that maybe they could have explained a little bit more about the connection to nature. I'm not necessarily sure that it needed to do it as much. I think it was effective in 
being just a coming out story like you don't need to be afraid because just because order 66 happened like these people need you and the guy her friend on the planet like knew how to bring that out of her by bringing her to this planet that her master had a connection with and you know um she had a connect like that showing showing her the connection that they all had to nature and showing them their customs and getting them to feel bad for the sister that was giving herself up and the the the, the battle at the end was really unique compared to the others i mean so cool with the yellow lightsaber and the speed and I really like the mention of the separatists. Really, the only episode that uh, mentions it too. Number four is Tatooine Rhapsody. <gasps> Blasphemy! <laughs> so I love, I love, love, love this episode. I don't know why all these other like rankings on the internet are ranking it last, just because it doesn't have a Jedi like battling a Sith in it. It's arguably one of the most unique ones. Like, very it's probably the most unique one. Definitely got to be. And, and like you said, very angst. Like, it, there's no denying that Luke and Anakin are very like angsty heroes. Like, a little bit whiny, a little bit angsty. Like, this main guy, I think his name is Jay. Clearly, like, very like torn. Like, is like dealing with trauma from Order sixty six. And like, I know I'm a Jedi. Ugh, I'm like a bandmate, and then just ends up like rocking out for Jabba and Boba Fett. Along with some cool scenes with Boba Fett, and there's not much to say here, but it's really unique. But I just think the others were like a little bit more impactful with their battles and their animation style. The power of music isn't impactful. <laughs> Sticking it to the man is impactful. No, I it, it these these top four are are almost interchangeable for me. I just like there's something about like seeing like a Japanese animation studio like really like giving you a Star Wars anime battle mm -hmm. that maybe put it above Tatooine Rhapsody for me. Number three is Tob One. Uh, I fell in love immediately with Toby Tob One. So cute, um, very much like like you said, makes you feel like a little kid. Like it was cool to see like a disney style animation but with some like such a brutal anime fight at the end with like a cute little like robot and um and uh a sith inquisitor um i just felt like it had a really nice balance of like cutesy stuff very heartwarming like you felt bad like when the master he dies right i yeah. believe so he yeah. like disappears yeah like you it was very sad and heartfelt but then also like triumphant and very enthralling with the battle. I just feel like it had a really great mix of all these great feelings that are associated with star Wars. And just like they, they managed to develop for star Wars with their own unique animation style. Um, top two are pretty interchangeable for me. I actually flipped them after hearing your, uh, your drink again. <laughs> <laughs> um, my number two is the duel which was originally number one on my list. Um, I just think that even though it may not be as unique as my number one, there's something, about, I think it was definitely my favorite animation style out of all the, the episodes mm -hmm. by far. thought it was really cool. It was kind of like almost like a flip book mixed with sketches at the same time. Very, very cool. Very pleasing to watch. Um, yeah, there's just something about its simplicity 
that it's it, it was clearly an homage to like these old Japanese films, which is like nothing crazy unique because obviously it's been done before. But the way they recreated it so well and didn't make it feel old or like rehashed in any way, I, I thought it was like the perfect embodiment of like and the perfect opening to what this series was meant to be an homage to where jo George Lucas got a lot of his inspiration for Star Wars from. Very cool to see two dark side users with each other. And I think he was one of my favorite characters throughout any of the episodes. And then number one, of course, for all the reasons you mentioned before, the ninth Jedi. Um, so many cool things going on. I felt like the longer runtime benefited it. Um, we got a full story that not only was like super mysterious and you had a little twist in there, you had some comedy from the droids and just really creative use of lightsabers and uh, mythology in the world between the dark side users and the light side users. And the purple lightsaber guy at the end was just really awesome way to, to end it and include that. Eagle man. Yes. <laughs> All right. So we have our final ranking. We have a few ties, but um, here it is based on mine and Jake's ranking. Um, number nine, actually tied for, for the last spot is Akakiri and the twins. And then number seven is the elder number six. There's or number five and six. There's a, another tie, the village bride and Lop and Lop I cannot get that <laughs> name, right? Um, uh, then below that at number four, we both had the same top four. So fitting that these two, these, all of these are in the top four. Uh, number four is T.O.B. one. Number three is Tatooine Rhapsody. Number two is the duel. And number one is the ninth Jedi. So what do you think about the last two? What would, how would you break that tie? Um, I do. I mean, I don't know. I, get, I, I, I could see, I, I could really see this being either, either way. I almost put the twins under Akakiri. Um, I think like, I don't know. As the last episode, I was also kind of expecting more. Um, I, I, I think these are kind of a tie. <laughs> they are they are pretty much i i would i kind of think the twins is still below just because i think it just threw a lot of like a, a, a too much it was just throwing too much at you like yeah maybe akakiri was a little slow but at least it like was reserved and like was doing something clear in my yeah mind. i could agree with the twins being last then what, what was the other tie it was lop and Och. lop and Och and the village bride again another one i had a tough time with this is tough, but I, I, I could really see if I'm taking the, the bunny out of my mind, <laughs> then I, I I think that the reason that you gave um could put it above Village Bride. For me. Yeah, I actually had this as like one of my top ones. But then after discussing the top four, it's definitely below that. Um, But I, I don't know. The, I think the Village Bride has good elements and I love like the final scene. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Lapinas just... The, the family thing is very interesting to me. It is. Yeah. And you I know, think, I love an all white fit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the, um, like the top three were very obvious and very easy to put in. Like the bottom two were very easy to put in. And then the middle ones, which is very hard to rank. Yeah. Switched, yeah. Switched them drastically throughout this episode. Um, Actually, I actually had Lapinox like very high <laughs> coming into this episode. Really? <laughs> yeah. I had, um, you're gonna get so I. 
<laughs> I had Tatooine Rhapsody a little lower, and then I was like, doing the middle of this episode, I was like, what am I doing? I got him. Oh my god, Tatooine Rhapsody. You had it too low for me. <laughs> Still. Um, yeah. We love Tatooine Rhapsody as the takeaway of this episode. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's our definitive ranking of Star Wars Visions. Uh, do you, Have they announced a season two yet? I don't know. I would love a season two. Would you... Okay, question. Would you rather a season two that builds on or partially builds on episodes from season one or just something new entirely or a mix of both mix of both i I, don't know i think it should go one way or the other i definitely don't think it should be all sequels to the first season i either a mix of both or just doing something new every time because these stories were meant to be something like new and not expanded on it yeah i mean if if they make it a mix of both then they have an obligation to kind of continue and finish out yeah, some of these. Stories. I think probably best to just continue like individual episodes. Yeah. You may be right. We love a Black Mirror style show. Twilight Zone style, I should say, really. Yeah, a little bit. Because Black Mirror took it from Twilight Zone. But yeah. But anyway. Excited to talk more Star Wars. Book of Boba Fett is on right now. Um I actually might watch that episode tonight. We'll see. Yeah, you should need to let me know what you think i'm very interested <laughs> to hear what you think I, we haven't really talked about it at all yeah we haven't talked about it that much i've been slacking on watching the episodes i always watch them a few days late i'm surprised you don't get it spoiled for you i have my ways <laughs> um, being oblivious watched, to everything around me is my ways have you watched <laughs> the uh first two episodes of how i met your father i have not Okay, I won't say anything, but I heard that it has the same theme song, which is BS, but we'll see. <laughs> I also love Hillary Duff, love her. She's shout out to um okay. many of her songs. Shout out to Metamorphosis. <laughs> Never heard of it. Well, that's her album. Is it? Yeah. I like wouldn't know it. <laughs> I couldn't name you any of her songs. I just know the Lizzie McGuire. She sings the Lizzie Party McGuire Up? You don't know Party Up, Jake? Maybe if I heard it, but all right. Well, this isn't a music podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it'll be a Lizzie McGuire podcast sometime in the future. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) All right. Well, for those of you who tuned in today, thank you. Please give us a follow on iTunes, the rating on iTunes, on Spotify, TikTok, Instagram, Instagram, whatever you want. Join the heist. Join the heist. Thank you.